What's going on, everybody, and welcome to Sweat Local Podcast, brought to you by Movement Strength. I am once again joined by the marvelous Jade. Jade, thanks for taking time. Happy to be here again. (laughs) (laughs) On Uh, to the next topic. On to the next topic. Um, So, you know, not to like start rumors or build upon this, but, you know, there's a lot of talk about a potential lockdown happening again in the Middlesex area, which is where, you know, Movement Strength is located. Um, Maybe by the time this podcast gets launched that we are in a lockdown. Um, So what I wanted to talk about today, uh, and I just wanted a friend along to to share their points, which is Jade, um, it's just some ideas of like things that we can do or things that we will be doing to keep our clients um, motivated through this time, uh, or just like continuing to move and eat clean because we have already had one uh, long, long quarantine to to learn some things. So, Jade, you know, one just like quick question I have for you is we did finish a quarantine, which felt like it was only like a month ago, but it was quite a while ago. Um, is there some things that you would do differently with your clients going into another shorter, hopefully shorter lockdown? Um, or like, do you feel good about, you know, how you work with your clients during that time? And it's just a matter of like picking up where you left off. Um, no, I would, I think I would treat my clients more like they were plants in this next, they, like <laughs> they need water and, and sunlight and fresh yeah. air. Like those are, that's a really good those analogy. are their priorities. Mm. Um, I don't know why I said that so weird. Priorities. 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 <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what my problem is anyways, but I would say like, yeah, I'm going to treat them like they're plants. Like you need to drink water and you need to get outside. I think that what I did last time was, was, was effective, but it was more about the approach of, okay, how can I get you guys to like get up and and exercise and people like, this is not necessarily the happy, like, I mean, one could argue this is the happiest time of the year (laughs) (laughs) for me. Christmas. I I always forget that like, this is such a joyful time for people, but it's also not because people can't see their loved ones. People can't socialize and it's cold, you know, it's not warm here. Um, and and it's not particularly sunny either a lot. Um, so people are really susceptible to feeling sad, you know, to feeling really sad right now and trying to get people to move more may not like you want them to move more. So I don't want it to be like, I'm just going to tell them, but I want to focus on my clients, not sitting so much, getting up and standing frequently throughout the day, making sure they're drinking enough water and making sure they're walking and getting fresh air. Like those are going to be like nothing else really matters unless you can show me that you can do those two things. Yeah. You can reduce your sitting time and you can get up and get outside, like bundle up. We like, you know, get some nice, like wear a coat and a big sweater, um, wear a hat, put some headphones in, get outside, walk your dog, um, stand up frequently, set timers, drink water. Like if those things, like if you can adhere to those things, okay, we can build upon that and we can get you really doing some exercise, but you will get, they will get the most benefit, especially from a short term lockdown from not like sitting and eating the entire time. It's, it's so, so, so important. I'm glad you brought that up because that was the big piece I wanted to talk about, which is like the power of walking. Mm -hmm. Like when I, I just finished my 75 hard about, I don't know, let's say three weeks ago now. Um, and I did a walk every single day, a walk or a run, like one of the two. And when I look, cause I'm a big data junkie, which I, I feel like you're going to appreciate this as well. So, um, like I've had an Apple watch since they came out so for like three or four years. So the data that I have is really cool to see it, you know, historically. And, um, 
during those 75 days, my workouts in a gym were the shortest they've ever been in the past five years. So 45 minutes in a gym. Um, but I was adding this 45 minute walk or run outside and my resting heart rate was the lowest that it's ever been in five years. Um, my HRV was the highest it's ever been, which is good. Um, in five years, my sleep dip, like my heart rate dip from, you know, resting to when I'm going to sleep was the most significant dip, which is also a sign of good health. Mm -hmm. And the biggest factor that changed was going for walks every day. Yeah. I mean, people, there is so much, the media focuses and science focuses so much on how we can get people to move more. Um, but you look at like, you look at like the, the proportion of someone's day, like they've got, you've got sleeping and then you've got sedentary time where you're in a seated or a reclining position. And then you have like activity, which is made up of like intentional exercise and, um, non-exercise activities. And that's where like having a non-sedentary job comes into play or things like that. But a lot of people in this quarantine are going to be sitting a lot. And I mean, too much sitting is associated with so many health, health, negative health consequences. Like it's, it's, it's it's insane how, how bad being sedentary is for your health. And if you can focus on getting people to just walk more and increase that light activity, it's it's insane. the, The health benefits that you see, and you can see it in like five days. Oh yeah. Like people's biomarkers improve after five days of just walking 2000 steps a day more, which is 20 minutes. Yep. Right. Like you think like, and a lot of people are tracking their, like, I mean, smartphones have built in pedometers now. So yep. like they're counting your steps like built in accelerometers, not even pedometers, but counting your steps and measuring, you know, a variety of different data. We have access to see what we are doing like so easily that we need to take advantage of it. And I really just want I want all of my clients walking, getting outside. I think it's important for everybody to be walking and getting outside. Absolutely. Like even if it's freezing cold, but the sun is shining, like just go stand and like let the sun hit your face um, because that vitamin D is going to be so beneficial to you. Um, you really do need to treat yourself like you're a plant. Like I'm going to try to treat myself like I'm a plant and make sure I'm watered and given <laughs> adequate sunlight. I really happens. do like that analogy. That is 100% going to be the title of this of this podcast, <laughs> something with the plant. Treat yourself like a plant. Yeah. It's this quarantine. Exactly. But um, no, and I think it's uh, it's important, the whole get outside piece, because the first quarantine, it was during the summer for the most part anyways, right? So it was a nice outside. People wanted to get out there. Now we're going into like, uh, I hate being a Debbie Downer, but like we're going into a pretty shitty time no this is a dark time i think (laughs) we need to call it for what it is we are going to be locked down from our friends and family from our ability to do the things we love in the dead of winter yeah in canada it's not an ideal situation everybody is going to be in it together we need to be you need to be preparing exactly and and getting your mind right for it because you like you can get through it but you will not get through it unless your mindset is is one of like okay this is exactly what i'm going to do and i don't have to like work out for um 45,000 hours a day at a high intensity to gain all these benefits like i need to just like get up and walk around do 20 minutes of light cardio if i have a weight throw that around for 20 minutes and focus the rest of my day on trying to stand up more frequently and drink water yes so like and that's the important piece too because i think looking at the first quarantine um because people had a lot of time on their hands we did see a lot of people doing these at-home workouts which is fine movement is good but i do believe there is such thing as too much movement 
And it's like, all right, well, if I have two hours, I'm going to do a two hour at home workout, which really just becomes a two hour hit session, which is like just not what your body needs, especially when it's probably already stressed with everything going on in the world. So, you know, to your point, a short, like 20 to 30 minute at home session, if you have access to some weights, you know, tossing those around a little bit, um, you know, use this time to work on mobility, stretching, things like that. But like my advice wouldn't be to do, you know, two hour hit workouts every single day because you have the time use those two hours and go for like a really nice walk and like enjoy the sunlight, um, fuel your body properly. But like the biggest thing is keeping like, just keep moving, just move, but try to do some stuff outside. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like walk seven days a week and then, you know, three times a week, 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, and just maximize that time, um, work at a, you know, at a fairly, decent intensity for that 20 minutes and then the rest of the you know that 20 minutes three times a week get your heart rate up you know build up a really good sweat and the rest of the week focus on standing up and and walking around outside and not just sitting down laying down chucking netflix on and eating like six pints of ben and jerry's (laughs) because been there done that like absolutely you know initially when the quarantine started like no idea what to do with yourself at least we're armed with like what this feels like that's right but we're armed with what it felt like in the summer. That's right. Yeah. Not what it feels like when the warm weather, like at least when it happened in March, it was like, okay, well, you know, it's going to be really like the weather's turning. Yeah. Right. You can use that like, oh, well, the weather's getting better. There's The weather's not getting better. Yeah. Right. Like we're, <laughs> it's December. Yeah. So we're, this is, you know, we've got three to four more months of this. So there's no glimmer at the end of the tunnel. People are like fatigued from being isolated yeah. and this is going to be, be challenging. And I hope it's as, if it happens, I hope it's as short as it could, as it possibly needs to be. Yeah. And that, you know, we can just focus on keeping people mentally well through little bit, like through, through movement. Yeah. Yeah. What, like, what do you think your approach will be with a lot of your clients from like a nutrition standpoint? Uh, really, really focus. Like it's probably not going to be eat like 2000 plus calories a day. It's probably not even going to really be tracking a lot. It's just going to be, I want you to have a carb, a protein, a fat and a vegetable at every meal. Yeah. And if you're snacking, you need to be mindful and intentional about, you know, your snack and when you're going to have it. And you need to really pay attention to your emotional states and what, what, what your triggers are. And you also need to forgive yourself if anything, you know, if any slip ups occur and you need to forgive yourself if, if slip ups continue to occur because you're only a human being and it, wherever you're at and whatever your response is, is okay. Yep. Um, but you know, just try and eat foods that are going to support health, you know, that are going to support your well being. Try to set yourself up for success for, for being and success. Um, and that's, that's a hard thing for a lot of people to do. But I think it's going to be necessary to survive this with some semblance of feeling okay. Yeah. You know, with some semblance of optimism and yep. hope for the future. You know, just give yourself water, eat your vegetables, <laughs> eat your protein. Don't just drown in um, eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, that's, that's an important bit too, which is obviously I'm biased because I own a fitness facility, but like, I think the worst thing you can do is nothing at all. Like you can't just stop moving, stop eating well and just wait for the 28 days or 30 days to be over. Like 
a, you know, a very important ingredient in living a happy, healthy life is some sort of physical activity is fueling your body with good foods, not like Skittles, eggnog and Bailey's. Um, although, you know, those are, are, are good in moderation, but, um, yeah, like still continue to have some sort of routine. And I know that's something that I've already been working on. It's like, okay, if we do go into a lockdown, this is my lockdown routine. I'm going to continue to wake up at a specific time. I'm still going to read, you know, for 20 to 30 minutes and like hitting all these things in my day. So it's like my day has purpose, not like I wake up thinking, all right, what am I going to do today? Okay. I haven't watched the crown on Netflix. I'll binge that for four days. Like it's like, have, have some purpose. That fourth season was really good though. I, so Caitlin and I just started watching this. I have no idea what's going on. And Caitlin, for some reason, thinks I'm a historian. So she's like, what, what is this? I'm like, babe, I don't even know what this is. See, I'm trying to get, I try to convince Kate to watch The Crown with me. I'm okay. This is a very a large digression and a very <laughs> anecdotal fact about me. I love it. But I am a huge um, English, like royal family history buff. <laughs> Actually? Yes, I'm obsessed. I did not know this. Yeah, I know it's weird. Um, but it's something I share with my grandmother and my great uh, and my my great grandmother passed away. Um, it's just like they're English ladies, and and they that's really cute. They they love the Queen. Yeah. And I honestly think my great grandmother lived to be a hundred just so she could get her letter from Queen Elizabeth. Is that does that happen at a hundred? Yeah, you get like a, the Queen writes you a letter and congratulates you on a long life. Actually. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How old is the Queen? The Queen is almost ninety-five. Uh, this is a big. Uh, this and is. And her husband is almost a hundred. So that's I. I think it was Yost that posted a meme, and I was dying laughing. He's like, "How everyone's talking about how the the Queen is living forever." Yeah. Meanwhile, there's the I, what's his name again? Prince Philip. There's Prince Philip who's like turning a hundred, or who is a hundred, and no one even knows or cares. I know. Poor guy. It's been his whole life, hundred like <laughs> eighty years. He knew what he was getting into. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, she. It is like quite like, I mean, you do have this moment where you're like, Jesus, the queen of England will die soon. Yeah. Like, and then Charles is going to be. Is that, king. is that who it will be? Yeah. Like it, it, I don't think they can just be like, Charles, you're too old. Like you're out. William's up. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're benched. I like I, the way the Royals work is it's very like who's next in line That's right. in birth order. Um, so yeah, he'll be the king for like a hot second. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes where people could skip. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we can go back to this. But yeah, if you ever want to talk about the royal family, like come yeah. to me. I I'm I know a, dis, a, a weird amount. You're going to say disgusting amount. A disgusting yeah. amount about the royal family. Yeah, like um, but yeah, I think that just like circling back, I think the routine is, is super important. Um, that's going to be the most like... The, it's going to be integral to, yeah. to your success. Because I think that like as scary as it is, I think most people are just going to like sit down and absolutely eat chips. Like absolutely. It, it's, it's, it's going to be so emotionally hard on people that they're going to shut down. Um, and I think that if you can just really try to, to find some support, you know, like create a, like you're going to need support, like have your coach there in your corner. Like I am ready. Like <laughs> I feel like I was born for this. I have the tiger, yeah. like, let's go. Like I'm going to be there making sure that you guys are able to get the most out of this time and, and not stop moving and keep walking and just have a, a gosh darn cheerleader in your corner. I feel like it's uh you're like, I think his name is Mick from Rocky. He was like the really old guy. 
and like your clients are like Rocky going into the ring fighting whomever and you're just like in the back like you got it keep on going yeah no I really I really am very like passionate about like um coaching and helping people through this I think that's going to make all the difference I know personally that since I got a coach which I haven't had a coach in years years and it was like I suddenly I was just like I need a coach for like I need to have a coach yeah um my happiness my sense of routine my sense of accountability has skyrocketed this is skyrocketed I I really really want to talk to you about this that like 100% we, we will do another podcast on that because like being a coach, I think a lot of times people assume, oh yeah, you're a coach so you can program for yourself where it's like having a coach is the greatest thing. So I'm, I'm really happy you brought that up. We will not today because we've already done two, but I would love to have that as like a pretty big topic. So I think people would like to hear that from you as well. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like having that coach, especially during a time like this where like they're not going to give up on you. Um, even like just the first quarantine that happened the amount of feedback that we got from people that was just like, Hey, like, thank you for just being in my corner. Like truthfully, a lot of the times I didn't do the live workouts, but it was nice to have the coach as like a therapist in my corner. Like that's, you know, at the end of the day, we just want what's best for people. I know I had clients that I thought I failed and it turns out like they were the most grateful. Yeah. Like they were just like, thanks for getting us through. And I'm sitting over in my corner being like, I let those, I let them down. Like yeah. they, I let them down when really I was just giving them what they needed at that time, which was just like a, a person to have, like, you know, check in with them, give them some workouts to do, you know, chat with Yeah. like, <laughs> and that was enough. And I think that has like, that will be a big takeaway moving forward is yeah. that just be there for people and you're probably doing a good enough job yeah. as a coach and that as in this time. Um, you know, just really listen to what your clients need. So clients tell your coaches what you need and be specific. Yes. yes that's, oh, thank you for bringing that up. That's, I think that will be a, po- a point to end on, which is like, we're, we're, we will do, I don't want to say we'll do anything for our clients, but we'll almost do anything for our clients. Almost do anything. You just need to ask. Like if you're quiet and you're wondering like, oh, well, why doesn't so-and-so reach out to me? It's like, well, you need to let us w- know what you need. Do you want your coach to send you a message on Tuesdays about blank? Sure. Just like tell them because yeah. we can't help you if you don't tell us how. No, we're not mind readers. No. We're, you know, coaches do develop a certain intuition with as they get to know their clients over time, but we still don't know what you're thinking. And the more you communicate, the better off you're going to, you're the better off you're going to be. So just tell us what you need. Tell us what you're struggling with and be candid and be honest. You'll get the most out of it if you're honest. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, cool. Thank you for that. I know I just kind of threw this topic on you, Jade. So I appreciate you rolling with the punches, um, for everybody else. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go into my spiel in a second, but if you guys did get value from this podcast, please feel free to share with any friends or family. Um, you know, if we do go into a lockdown, not like fingers crossed that it doesn't happen, but if it does just make sure you have some sort of routine, uh, have a plan as Jade said, you know, think of yourself as a plant drink some water, eat good food, go for walks outside. Um, With all that being said, I hope you guys have the best day ever. Bye for now.